Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are doing a mailbag episode because we haven't done one in what feels like a year. Uh, it's probably been about that. Anyway, so we're going through some of these letters that we've received. The first one came in in November, uh, and it's from a little man that we all know and love, and I've actually met now, Rudy. Rudy! Uh, Rudy. Rudy, who, guys, I'm telling you, if if there's no other reason for you to make the trip out to San Diego, it's to meet Rudy. He is... Literally the only person that anyone else from Geekscape talked about for the f- rest of the five days that we were out there. They're just like, man, I wish Rudy was here. Wow, um, man. And he got gifts for, for all of us. I have to mail you some of the gifts. Uh, but just a really cool dude. We love you, Rudy. So this is an email he sent us back in November. Um, we were having a... We were having a discussion on the Facebook thread about sexual chemistry and which one of you was the cutest. <laughs> For me, a three-way tie is the only correct answer, or maybe just a three-way. I've decided the best case scenario is one in which you guys are fused together to form one perfect podcaster. <laughs> you! I don't know! Think, think more Steven Universe and a little less Brian Yesna. Two of us well, are fat uh, and one of us is skinny, so who gets the fucking shitty end of the stick here? Me and Matt? Who's the fat one? If two of us two were fat and one was skinny. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um... And he says, we should name and describe him. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's our hey, mailbag request from Rudy. <laughs> so, so quick question here. So, um, you know, I, I know that Rudy said it was Steven Universe, like by our powers combined, we are Captain Planet of Horror kind of thing. But you know it's more human centipede but with dicks, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if he wants us to name it, we need something with the M sound, the ah sound, and the two T's from the end of Scott's name. So I'm thinking Matt. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rudy, there we go. We're going to name it Matt. <laughs> and it, 
And it'll look like two <laughs> fat guys having human centipede with a skinny guy, but standing up instead of bent over, I guess. Oh, you guys will be bent over. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what kind of fucking torturous water fountain did you just describe? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so <laughs> let's move on to an email we got back in December uh, from a Jason Welch. So I just listened to the prison episode, and you guys made my year that you actually liked my movie pick. Hey, perfect. Going from Human Centipede to prison. <laughs> uh, That's what they did in really the actually. <laughs> yes, uh, there you go. He said, uh, 2016 has been a pretty shitty year, and I think your show has been the highlight of it. Uh, keep watching good, bad horror movies, and I'll continue listening. Also, the prison from the movie was real. They still do a haunted house tour of it every single year. Skip the haunted house tour, but if you travel through Wyoming on I-80 and come to Rawlings, take the prison tour. I've taken it. Hell, I've even given some of the tours. There's a lot more than the IMDb about the filming and the history of the prison than you know. It's actually really cool. Uh, but before I write a book about my hometown and you delete this email, the gas chambers where they shot the electric chair scenes are still there. And in high school, a friend of mine took the night tour and locked me and a girl inside to scare us. Instead, we made out for a couple hours before they let us out. Sounds like a uh, way better movie than uh, what was that movie that you picked with the, 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 haunted, or the clown house and the one kid from the sandlot? Oh, Dark Ride. Uh, Dark Ride. Yes. <laughs> he goes, back... Back then, we had we had a huge laugh at how funny it was. And then uh, you reminded me that people died in that chair once. Oh, well, it was still worth it. Thanks again for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the grand scheme of, of human existence, you've probably never fucked in a room where somebody didn't die. So don't worry about it. I'm going to build a new room. Right now, no one's going to have died in it. Are you just going to build like a little fort out back for you and Megan? <laughs> uh, I did last summer. I will again this summer. Watch me, bro. <laughs> All right, so we've got another no, listen, email here. So oh. No one's <laughs> died in that, but some people have uh, risen, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure millions of uh, children have died in that. <laughs> and Megan wasn't even there that time. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, this is what so. you get, Matt. This is what you get when you make us watch Romeo and Juliet and then do a mailbag. Hey, lots of jerking off jokes right, so and talking the... about dead kids. It's good. <laughs> all right. So the next email we have is way back in February. Uh, it's from a man named Dave, and he said, Hello, Matt. My name is Dave. Big fan. Love the podcast. And much like you, I love this movie. Uh, it was in reference to Hell Comes the Frog Town. Uh, I disagree with some of the things in this e from the episode that you covered for this movie. I rewatched it after listening to the episode, and I don't, and I did not remember all the rape undertone. In the beginning of the movie, I think it was Scott who brought it up. They do, in fact, say his last name is Hellman. I think they, they dropped it from the movie... <laughs> I think they dropped it from the movie because the old saying Sam Hell, as in what in the Sam Hell, but basically he gets caught having sex with the sheriff's daughter, and in my mind, she calls rape because of what her dad just caught her doing, and then finds out that she's pregnant and drops the charges because most of the people are sterile in this dystopian future, and she's happy to be pregnant. I feel like the whole rapist deal is because that's how the government could get a bounty on him, and then they could use it 
use him to repopulate for their war effort. That's just my two cents. Might be skewed because I'm an 80s kid and I love wrestling and Roddy Piper. Keep up the kick-ass work. I love what y'all do. And tell Adam to never stop being Adam. I know that you have plans of traveling to different conventions and doing panel. And I write from South Florida. And I'd love to see you guys come down this way for horror cons that they have, like the spooky empire in Orlando. I know I'm buying, I know I would be buying tickets if you came down this way. I'm Jersey born and raised, and the climate here is a shit ton better than in Philly, Ohio, or wherever the fucking Canada Adam's from. Just saying, again, love the show and keep doing what y'all do. And Dave from okay, West Dave, Palm Beach. Dave, Thank I, you, Dave. Dave, I got two things for you. <laughs> One, we thought he was rapey because of the line, you've left a string of pregnancies all across the country. That's why we thought he was rapey. <laughs> um, two. Two, I was in Canada. If I came down to South Florida, I would look like a fucking sweaty pig all the time. I might actually fucking frosty. You'd look like everybody in the. uh, Yeah, I would look like all the characters. (laughs) I would have all of the collective sweat that was on everybody from Tromeo and Juliet. I would fucking die, Dave. Yeah. I can't do that. (laughs) And plus, I'm not going to South Florida. Fuck off. Why would I go to South Florida? Are you crazy? Dude, the mosquitoes are so huge there. Don't even bother. So I hope that... I mean, they'll suck the blood from your dick. that's answered some of your questions. <laughs> well, I'm um, satisfied. So we've gotten here's another email we got in May uh, from a listener who was looking for some video help. Uh, he said, "Hello, I was listening to the Life Force episode. Matilda May is the woman who shot Bruce Willis in the neck in the movie Jekyll. A long time ago, I was renting horror movies at a video store. First, the popular ones, and then whatever was there. And I read it in a video, and I can't remember. And I thought maybe you could help." The movie features a younger couple moving into a house in a weird neighborhood. The neighbors are strange. I remember one night, the young couple are having sex at the same time the weird neighbors are enjoying some classical music from a live band. So it uh, it was shot so that the couple were finishing and the music finished and the neighbors killed the musicians. What? Yeah. I got no clue. Yeah, I got that, nothing that on this one. That sounds like a straight-to-video piece of garbage that we'll probably discuss once we find out what it is. Yeah. Well, then he also requested... He requested a movie that you've wanted us to discuss for a while, I think, Scott. Uh, he just asked, has anyone ever suggested H.P. Lovecraft's Necronomicon? Dude, I would love to discuss H.P. Lovecraft's <laughs> Necronomicon, but it's an anthology film, so we have yeah. mixed that idea. Because we've had multiple conversations in our Facebook chat about whether or not we could pull it off, but we have a hard and fast stance against anthology films. So it's not happening, but it's fun, and you know it's got our boy in it. So, um, you know, it, kind of, yeah, kind of uh, disappointing. As far Mr. as Combs. the movie that he's looking for, you know, when they do like porn parodies of of popular movies, and um, and then they like they like give him like a stupid title like Evil Head or like Ass Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, what was that Tom Hanks? What was that? <laughs> yeah. What was that Tom real? Hanks movie where he moved into that, or like that other family moved into the neighborhood and they were all really creepy? What was that movie? No, not big. big. <laughs> was that? I was thinking of the first one. Yeah, the talking about the burbs. Okay, yeah, so what would the? Because it sounds like he rented just a porn parody of the burbs. Um, so what? What? <laughs> <laughs> porn parody name of the burbs be? Dude, like the splurbs? Can, the, the splurbs? The, no, the, 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 
The splurts, yeah, or something. Uh, the splurts, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the spurts. Um, hey, so Jesus so would Christ. the the porn parody of Big just be called Big? <laughs> what? Uh, obviously, obviously, the porn parody of Big. And it's about a teen, it's about a preteen boy who gets to fuck an adult woman because well, that's uh, gonna happen. They made the- because that movie's Adam super Sandler rapey. Made that movie. It like, was called That's My Boy. That happened. That did happen. It, recently, that happened. Yeah, Adam Sandler. That's, that's a real movie? <laughs> Adam Sandler, please Adam stop. Where he, him as a child, he has sex with his teacher. <laughs> um, and then she gets pregnant, but she goes to prison. And he becomes like this crazy party playboy who's famous because he fucked his teacher. Which is a really great example to lead by. Thank you, Adam Sandler. Fucking top notch, buddy. Um, but then um, he, he basically took all the shit from Blank Check. Yeah, kind of a little bit, but we didn't get to see that part. All we get to see, <laughs> all we get to see, is him growing up and being like a wasted out loser who then goes and finds his illegitimate son to try and like scam money out of him. Also, the teacher that he fucked in in grade school turns... Why would that movie get made? The teacher that he fucked in grade school grows up to be Susan Sarandon. Huh. She must have been really bored that month that they had to film (laughs) that movie. Or really poor. Or needed a new beach house. I don't know. Adam Sandler prints money. Literally, he should be a bank because there's no reason for him. He's like... There's no reason for him to be making films anymore. No. He's just an asshole. On to the next one. Uh, so we have, so we have one last email, um, and I wanted to read this one mainly because it's the first email we ever received from the website. Yes. <laughs> you can send us emails from the website, uh, and the email just says uh, there is a list of movies at the end. I'm not going to read those because we're probably going to pick them one of these days. But it says, hello, y'all. I'm new to the whole podcasting phenomenon, and I started listening to him a few months ago. I stumbled upon your yours, and I was immediately hooked when I saw that you covered stuff like Night of the Creeps, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and even Spaced Invaders. Yep. Uh, well, I grew up this on- is one person. Whatever. Vindication. Uh, I grew up on this shit, and being a huge horror fan, I didn't. I don't think movies like these get discussed nearly enough. Uh, I got a short list off the top of my head of a couple of movies that I think would make good episodes. May think of some more later, but anyways, I just wanted to thank you all for the hours of entertainment and keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Uh, whoever you are. Uh, it says that his name is brand. I'm going to assume that it's Brad. <laughs> and there was a typo. Um, if not, I apologize. Brand. Maybe it's, that... it's short for Brandon. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe. Brand just seems like the name of like a douchey fret guy in a in a horror movie, and he does love Night of the Creeps. He loves Night of the Creeps. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with loving Night of the Creeps. There's something wrong with loving Space Invaders, though. Good, good news, girls. Your date's here. Bad news. His name is Brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Knocked it out of the park. Uh, so. That's pretty much most of the mail that we've had sitting there. There's one from Scott from Scott and Liam uh, versus Evil about Deathgasm that he wrote like almost a year ago. But like I went to read that and holy shit, it's like a novel. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best, but like you guys know that I have some real reading issues. So <laughs> here we go. Hey guys, first off, massive fan of the show, and I'm sure you know that by now. I thought I'd email today because I have a lot to say. 
I like Deathgasm. And we've done an episode of this movie back on Scott and Liam versus Evil, and we were very kind about it. I think I said I orig- originally that I love this movie, but that fades. I can't totally see Scott's point of view in criticizing their representation of metal bands and fans, but I'm not a metalhead. So I bought the characters in their whole scene. Having posters and CDs of bands from different subgenres didn't annoy me. I didn't even know Anal Cunt was a real band until I listened to the show. Perhaps the writer was writing of his experiences in the 90s in high school, but set in 2015, and that's why they ignored the internet and kept the idea of a small town that doesn't get the buzz of touring bands in the big city. I grew up in a small village in Scotland. I got. Uh, I grew up around a whole school loving hardcore dance music, and I could never work out what was wrong with me as I didn't get it. Here's a small sample of what 12-year-old me had to pretend to enjoy, and he sent us a link to bands uh, to songs like Disco Land and Children of the Night. Um, there was a small group of grungy Kurt Cobain wannabes a couple years older than me, but they were all assholes. So when I discovered Blink-182 through all the small things charting in the UK and Mutt being used in American Pie, I finally felt like I was getting to know who I was. While I love this one band, the scene was blowing up in the USA, and I was one person trying to defend myself amongst a ton of hate. And Blink got a lot of hate. My point is that... Maybe not in 2015, but possibly for small towns amidst the buzz of only one or two people trying to f- fly the flag for the scene, even if they're the only ones scratching the surface of that said scene, even if the scene isn't new and is already thriving elsewhere. One of my favorite parts is the ep- of the episode, though, is Scott's attempt at a Kiwi accent. <laughs> Scott, you gave up as quickly as you started. Uh, I need to get my hands on Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. I've only heard you guys talk about it. I want to watch it to see if I get annoyed with Deathgasm because of it. You will. Uh, and, and see... If I can catch all the ripoffs, the scene where he kills the cousin is a direct ripoff of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, where Homer kills zombie Flanders and says he was a zombie, don't you think? Um, on to Ben's chat real quick. I like Pup. <laughs> it was <laughs> off the back of one of your recommendations on Facebook, Adam, and that I discovered Pup. Have you heard of Neck Deep from Wales, UK, or The Decline from Australia? Klein is more skate punk than pop punk, but that's semantics. Here's some jumping off points that I would recommend. And then he just sent us a bunch of stuff. Um, (laughs) Matt, I can't find anything online to try out Danger Club. (laughs) Uh, You'll be glad to know that that I'm done now. Uh, You would think that I didn't have anything better to do on a Saturday morning. Looking forward to the next episode. Have a great weekend, guys. And that's been sitting in our inbox since November. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> so he wrote a he wrote a nice essay there. Um, I think that he makes a lot of good points, and also just I love Scott. And any chance that I can get to promote Scott and Liam versus Evil on this podcast, I will take because it's a really great show, and you should check out Scott and Liam versus Evil. Uh, okay, so so uh, two things: one, uh, Neck Deep is great. The Decline I have not heard, but I will listen to. And uh, I also know that at one point, I think it was in March, because Danger Club was going to play at the Brickwall Tavern when uh, Matt and I did the uh, two live episodes. Um, uh, I posted their the link to their band camp for The Good Days Are Over. Uh, great album, produced by the guitarist from Thursday. Uh, super awesome dudes in Danger Club, and I'm pretty sure Scott loves it. Uh, and also, I think that at, around that time, I... I posted on the group that uh energy from boston had had a new ep a new song at the time coming out and uh their new ep dropped last friday uh as of recording this and it's really good it's i think it's called the witching hour at least it has that song on it it's good it's really fun uh or no it says something about faces i don't know go to energy band camp i'll probably post it on the on the uh facebook page so 
in any case, uh, that's that's all good stuff. But the um, the one thing I will say is that I think that we've kind of played around with mentioning it, but we also got a super crazy, angry uh, an email about Deathgasm directed at me, personal attacks, the single greatest witch hunt in podcast history. Everybody, <laughs> uh, and and uh, we, we decided... Uh, I wanted to defend myself in a mailbag, but Matt suggested, rightly so, that we don't give that person uh, uh, an actual voice by reading off um, all, all of the things that, that they said. So uh, all I'll say is I stand by my assertion that Deathgasm really is kind of a, a, a lame caricature of metalheads. And I think that it was – and I think that the message that I was getting at in that episode of Horror Movie Night was that – the actors aren't assholes. The writers and directors are assholes because they seem like posers that were just trying to make a buck off of metal culture is really what I was trying to say. So there's that. That's the, probably the last thing I'll say until yeah. the next time but I thank you about it. <laughs> but thank you for actually having like a well-thought-out, well-worded email to us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yeah, person that, that sent that email, like – a bunch of- fucking yeah poser assholes this is really good argument thanks bye <laughs> well wait, wait are we talking about the first email or the second email because the email from scott no, no, actually, scott, yeah know. scott's killers scott and liam are great dudes we love their podcast and scott is probably top three biggest contributors and supporters of us on facebook at least so uh, yeah, like we, he's got nothing. We, you know, I, we absolutely love the dissenting conversation or the dissenting opinion about anything that we discuss, especially something as controversial as uh, Deathgasm. But if if by now you have not watched Todd and the Book of Pure Evil, please get on it because it will blow your expectations away. Uh, it's it's hilarious. It's gory as hell. It's really really entertaining and way better than Deathgasm. The music is also unspeakably phenomenal in it and my wife likes it so she liked to have the book of pure evil we watch both seasons together um and she doesn't even like horror so there you go that, that should be a great uh that should be a vote of confidence for anybody listening and uh real quickly just because you know it's this is going to come out fairly soon after a bunch of other random bonus episodes uh you know, we've got random bonus episodes that have been dropping. We're, don't don't be too pampered by them. Don't don't expect a bonus episode. <laughs> Get them while the getting's good. <laughs> yeah, don't expect them every every single week or even every single month. But we are going to um, take some time to reassess a little bit of things. Um, now that we've hit two years, we're probably going to change around some of the Patreon stuff at this point. And one of the things that we are going to attempt to do, we just got to work out our recording schedule with a bunch of changes that have recently happened. Uh, we do want to try to give you more bonus episodes because we really have just been doing the one episode a week and you guys have been asking for a little bit of something. So maybe, maybe if you're lucky, a bonus episode a month, we can do something. That'll be our be goal. Mailbag, but it's not promise. How's that? that yeah. A goal, goal not promise. That we have done has been phenomenal. Like um, fucking... Uh, Bride of Reanimator and stuff like that. We had a lot of fun with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
when we want to do like even if it's even if some of the bonus episodes that we drop are just me or just Scott or just Adam doing things like I'm going to be hitting up conventions. I'm probably going to be getting more interviews. I'm just going to drop those as little like, hey, here's an extra like 15 minutes of horror movie night for you this week. Um, so don't expect like you're going to be getting two 45 minute long <laughs> episodes out of nowhere every week. Uh, that's never going to happen. But uh you know, we're going to try to give you more more bang for your buck, as they say. Uh, so thank you guys for everything that you've been doing, all the supporting. Um, if you check out Geekscape.net, uh, please do, because Geekscape has really kind of on the heels of us, not to, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but Horror Movie Night proved itself to be this anomaly where suddenly there was another podcast that was getting as much attention as the main show. Um, and now following in our footsteps is Seven of Wine. Uh, so Geekscape is no longer a news site. It is just going to become a straight-up podcasting network. So if you like the sh- if you like Horror Movie Night, please go to Geekscape.net and check out some of the other shows. Uh, 90s TV Hour, Geekscape Games. I know that there's a bunch of other ones in the works. I'm currently uh, in the middle of producing what will probably end up being a Boy Meets World fan podcast. Um <laughs> Because God knows I'm not busy enough, and I just love to stack more stuff on my shoulders. Uh, but check out Geekscape. Jonathan is fucking awesome. He's one of the nicest dudes. I really sincerely hope that this time next year, Scott and Adam will finally be able to say that they've met both Jonathan and Rudy. Because uh, they're both just really cool people. And I want to meet more of you guys. I want to keep traveling. I met so many fans. i got to give a shout-out to Kevin Nez, uh, who pretty much gave me the like the shock of my life when a when a human being stops mid walk to look at me and go are you matt kelly from horror movie night i recognize your voice and runs up and gives me a big hug and immediately wants to know if i'll do an interview with him so uh the fact that there are people on the complete opposite side of the united states that are listening to our show and are like obsessively listening to our show and I get to meet them at conventions is really, really fucking cool. And I want to see that continue. Uh, and I want Scott and Adam to get to experience some of that as well, hopefully in the coming years. Uh, but we've been going for about 25 minutes. I think that that's way than en- way more than enough time for a little shitty mailbag episode. Um, keep sending us emails and maybe in like a year from now, we'll do another mailbag episode. Uh, but you know, I think that all these were good examples of stuff that we're looking for. You don't have to specifically ask us questions, but you know, even if it's just something like what Rudy asked of like a random topic for us to name what the three of us meld it together would be uh, something to at least give us a little bit of discussion. So send those questions or whatever to HMNpodcast at gmail.com or you can contact us through the website at HMNpodcast.com. Um, do you two have anything else to add? Because I just rambled for a really long time. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, uh, you know, I, I I appreciate that people take us for what we are and, and, and don't expect us to be like scholars, <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, the, 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 we try and bring a little info as well as entertainment. And, uh, sometimes the opinions are, are, uh, controversial and, and I definitely appreciate the conversation instead of just being like, fuck this podcast, I'm out. Um, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. They were talking about how they were uh, nervous about putting their writing out there, like their creative writing out there in the world. Um, and I, I was telling them that we had had a couple of bad reviews on iTunes that I took uh, pretty seriously. And she said, 
Yeah, I'm talking about putting creative writing out there. You make dick jokes for 45 minutes a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, um, I mean, not not necessarily the same thing, but you know, um, and you know, we had a couple of bad a couple of bad experiences with that. But stuff like what Scott sent in there is is we love that. We want to have open, frank discussions with this, like about this stuff, because as much as we make that we we molded this to try and be a comedy podcast, we're also big horror fans, and that's what we that's why we started doing this in the first place. So we love having those discussions. The Facebook is always open for you to to posit these questions or have these conversations with us we interact with you motherfuckers like crazy uh and we're gonna keep doing that because we love doing it and i enjoy it and i'm just i'm happy that we're getting these emails i'm happy that matt had that experience at that comic-con because it sounds like he got you know a lot of a lot of people were there i mean he sold six shirts at, in two years we haven't sold six <laughs> shirts we've been giving them away fucker <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. And yeah, absolutely. Don't don't forget to check out the Facebook page, which there's links on the website. But thank you. We'll wrap this up now. Uh, there'll be another episode on Friday morning as we have been releasing them. So thank you for listening, guys. listening to the Geekscape Network.